0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again.
1: everyone, welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday. Friday? July 7th, 2023. We have 12 baseball games to talk about here on today's podcast. Joined today by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice06. Chief, what's happening, my friend?
2: What's up, family? I am good. It's uh, another day, another slate. It's MLB. And MLB has been going really well for me here over the past couple weeks, so... Uh, excited to come on and talk some strategy, uh, talk a little bit of information yet again.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, I got super busy on Thursday, and I'm very sad that I got super busy because I was very high on the Orioles on the podcast yesterday, um, and I, Gunnar Henderson was my home run call, and they just they smashed. Um, so, feel feel bad about that. Um, But, hey, you know, can't win them all. Can't play every slate. And I learned that a long time ago. When you get busy, you usually make bad lineups. Um, So you can't play every slate. Hopefully people listened about Baltimore because they are – they smashed. Um, So good good if you did. Um, So, yeah, no gunner, no cash. What's up, YouTube chat? Hope everyone's having a fantastic Thursday night. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind YouTube page. And uh, let's get on it. But let's get into this. We got 12 games. We got a lot to talk about. Um, we're going to have us a Friday here. We get started with Cubs and Yankees, eight and a half total. We have um, Rodon against Tyon. Yeah, that just it threw me off. Um, is this is a throwback matchup. Yeah, it <laughs> is. It it threw me off for a second. Um <laughs> Real first look for me. I haven't done a lot. Um, uh, today's been super busy. but Yeah. Uh, Yankees minus 168 here. Let's start with the Cubs. Um, any interest here in Jamison Tyon? No. That was fast. Uh, right off the bat, people in chat were already wondering when it was going to happen, when we were going to get our first no. Oh, man, um, really? Yeah. Oh
2: sorry. sorry. I guess I didn't disappoint them. I can't play Jamison Tyon today. I just can't.
1: Yeah, I mean, his pitch count is finally getting back up there. His strikeouts have been fine. He's just been super hittable um, here recently and pretty much all season. So, really, we kind of need him to miss some bats before we start playing Jameis and Tyon again. Um, the price is super intriguing. Tough matchup against the Yankees. I don't think i do it today on him. Carlos Redon, um I mean, what? Who's on the sixty-day IL? Um, I, I assume that like he's going to have um, a pitch count here. He threw three and two-thirds. It was only like fifty-eight pitches um, in his final rehab start. So, will I'm assuming seventy-five max. I'd be shocked if he goes over seventy-five. I don't think we can pay ninety-one hundred for him in this matchup.
2: Yeah, no, not at all. Um... And thats it's really just, I think, the pitching limitations. Like, if he was full go here and had been pitching two or three starts and we still saw the strikeout stuff, I think I'd be okay with Carlos today. But, I mean, given the situation, I don't, I don't see how anybody can be intrigued. Um, he's just not going to pitch enough, and that, that's just the bottom line.
1: Let's talk bats. Um, any interest in the Cubs here against the lefty making his first start of the season?
2: I mean, Steven, I think for me, whenever I've got a pitcher coming out the IL, especially, I mean, one like Carlos, 60 days, I think I'm always going to take some shots. So I think it's a stack situation for me. It's not, I don't I don't really want to one-off the Cubs because they could very easily come out here and strike out a ton. But, um, it, 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 but that's the way I would approach this. Like I just take the Cubs and kind of stack them a couple different ways because Rodon could – Easily get smashed here in this spot. He's in Yankee Stadium. Uh, it's going to be a good hitting ballpark. And so um, that's where I am in terms of this whole matchup.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, looking at it, right? Jan Gomes has been fantastic this year against left handed pitching. He has a 277 ISO, 366 Woba. He's 3,400. Um, so, nice little value. You could chase a home run there. Uh, Morell starting to hit again. You know, and he's hit for a lot of power against lefties this year at 275 ISO. So uh, those would be my two favorites. And then if for some reason the Cubs decide they don't want to hit Patrick Wisdom last, um, he's been someone that has big time platoon splits as well. So uh, maybe more of a mini stack for me, but definitely chasing some home runs here. Yankee Stadium's a nice ballpark upgrade for the Cubs. Uh, Yankees against Tyon again Tyon has not been missing bats this year the Yankees have been they've been ice cold um I want to see McKinney in the lineup he's 2100 um he hit six on Thursday with Bowers banged up so if he's back in the lineup in this spot 2100 I love the value there we're gonna have some spots where we want to pay up for some stuff um so Looking at some cheaper bats for the Yankees. Um, but overall, I don't hate the Yankees in this spot. Tyon, he's been super hittable this year.
2: Yeah, for sure, man. James Tyon, he's been a, 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 just a mixed bag of emotions, in my opinion. Um, once again, he, he's had his injuries this season already. He's come back, like you said, you talked about the leash, but he's been very hittable. I mean, he's given up four to six hits every game. I know the Yankees haven't been hitting well, but I still think this is a very attackable spot, um, you know, with with the pitcher that he's he's just been attackable all season. So I think I feel the same way about both of these teams for different reasons. I think the Yankees could tee off because Tyon just has been giving up a lot of hits. I think the Cubs could tee off because Rodon just may not be all the way back. All in all, I think we take the Yankees, we stack them. They're not that expensive right now, especially with Judge still on the shelf. So you've got a fair amount of options here. And I I don't think the Yankees are going to be that intriguing on this slate because there are a whole lot of other real good games. So for that reason alone, I think the Yankees stack up as a a pretty good contrarian uh, proposition.
1: Rangers and Nationals no total in this game. Bradford and Williams facing off against each other. Uh, Cody Bradford starting here, he's kind of gone back and forth on like opening and, working at the bullpen, he threw 30 pitches um 4 days ago. I I assume that we're going to get a healthy 75 to 85 pitches out of him if he's pitching well. Uh any interest here at 4K going up against Washington?
2: I I don't think so. And I mean, it's it's 4K, I get it. Washington has been a fairly low strikeout team this season. And so when you've got a guy that already is I mean, Steve, he's probably fringe at best. Like, he could throw for 30 pitches. He could throw for 40. He could throw for 70. I don't know. I think I'm just going to leave him out. It's just too much uncertainty. Unless unless I get a tweet or something from the Rangers organization telling me that he's going, you know, a full goal and he's going to go for 80 pitches, I think I just got to let him sit on the shelf.
1: I think if you're playing 150 teams, he has a strikeout rate worth Potentially taking a shot on. Um, totally get
2: that. I totally get that. Yes. Yeah.
1: So I mean, you're attacking that. You know, Bradford has a 27% K rate through the work that he's done with between starting and coming out of the bullpen. The work that he's done, he has a 27% K rate. His biggest issue has been fly balls and power. Uh gives up a ton of heart contact. So you don't worry about that as much with Washington. They have a couple right-handed bats in this lineup, but um, I think if you're playing 150 teams he might make the pool uh just because he's 4k he's four thousand. you know 12 points is triple his salary if your other pitcher and the bats do their thing i mean you're close i think you're wanting 15 plus but um i could see bradford getting strikeouts in this game it's just whether or not he gets hit hard or not uh trevor williams on the other side of this game nope no chance i'll I'll give you the good old-fashioned chief justice no on this one
2: (laughs) yeah you don't have to ask me sir (laughs) negative
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah trevor williams is someone i want to pick on uh um, oh, that's my for gosh. sure low, low strikeouts high woba um 47 46 hard hit rate barrel rate at like 11 percent. i i mean this is a spot i definitely want to stack some texas rangers if the weather is okay
2: yeah for sure i i mean and texas has hit well for a good stretch anyway this, this is a good spot for this team
1: yeah i mean everybody low garcia young Seeger Simeon, Haim, oh, Duran. I'm <laughs> so, salivating over here. I am me salivating. Yeah, I mean, I keep going. Oh, gosh. This... Anytime they want me to keep going, I'll keep going. I love this spot <laughs> for Texas.
2: Yeah, man. Um, and the thing about it is they are expensive, Stevie. So, if it, like, Jung is 5K, okay? if, if That gives it – Haim is 4,800. Like, if you want to play the Texas Rangers today – You've got to go out and get the Texas Rangers. There are no freebies, really. So I, I, I love them even more for that reason, Steve. I think this is, a, I mean, this is a sensational spot for the Rangers against a really bad major league pitcher. I, I love this spot.
1: As far as the Washington Bats go, if Lane Thomas hits leadoff or Stone Garrett is up there towards the top, I don't mind these guys. I'm not full stacking Washington. Lane Thomas's price definitely. Makes you think twice about it, which is nice. Um, But, yeah, I mean, Stone Garrett's 2,500. You add a third piece there with, like, maybe a Vargas or an Adams at catcher. And, I mean, it's a nice little three-man stack. But I don't think I'm five-man stacking Washington today.
2: Yeah, not at all. Um, And I don't five-man stack Washington any day, Stevie. So, excuse me, definitely not going to start today. Um, I just – Once again, very low strikeout team, not a high ISO team. And um, I I feel like I can fade the Washington Nationals every day, and I'm going to come out ahead at the end of the season.
1: I don't think you're wrong. That's for sure. All right, we got Oakland at Boston. Medina and Walter, um, Corey Seager and Freddie Freeman, both just homered it. Oakland at Boston, no total in this game. It sounds like um, Brandon Walter is going to get the start here. He was recalled earlier this week. Um, he made his debut last month towards the end of towards the beginning, middle of last month. Um, and then Medina pitching for Oakland. Any interest here in Luis Medina?
2: No, not against Boston. And we have seen him, Stevie. He's Hard had... Hard to
1: take the next step, yeah.
2: Yeah, I, but I just... I don't think I want to do it against Boston. I know Boston hasn't been just lighting the world on fire, but I think there are enough, there's enough power and enough low strikeout bats to give him some problems today. Um, so for that reason, I, I can't play him, but he has been pitching better as he's progressed here recently.
1: Yeah. I mean, coming out of um, the minors, we heard good things. Um, it just it really hasn't translated. And like, his walk rate is still, I think, the biggest thing. His command is is still the biggest thing. Um, so, I mean, that's always concerning. I just – this is a tough matchup for any right-handed pitcher. I don't have a ton of interest in Medina here. Um, Brandon Walter, on the other side of this game, like I said, made his debut um, last month. He is a sinker-cutter-slider guy. Um, I mean, he's not a huge strikeout guy but he hasn't really struggled with home runs and minors or anything like that. Um Oakland is a good matchup. He's another 4k guy that like, I think you have to stop and think about for a second. If and he was a right-handed pitcher, man, Oh, I'd be yeah, in this spot. Yeah. That's,
2: I think that's where I am. Like that. And it's weird. You said that Stevie, because I have not played a lot of lefties against Oakland, but I've played righties. And I think, I'm going to stick with that stance today. Now, look, I fully understand Walter. He could come out here, Stevie, and and put together a nice quality performance, but I think I'm going to pass uh, for today. And um, I just, I've got some other guys that I like a little bit more.
1: So, Will, I'm just kind of digging in a little bit more um, here on Walter. I mean, he really hasn't pitched much lately. Like, so, July fourth, he threw an inning. The thirtieth, he threw two innings in AAA. Um, he really hasn't thrown a lot. I don't expect him to go deep in this game, so I think I'm out. Um, the more I look into him, the more I think that maybe three innings here, maybe four innings. Yeah. Um, I don't think I don't think he pitches deep, so I'm gonna pass. Um, kind of like yeah, Jose Ramirez home run. Uh, that was Keith's favorite play yesterday. Hey Keith, your guy hit one. My guy hit two. Sup? um Oakland Bats. <laughs> uh, Oakland Bats. Um, Ruiz was not in the lineup Thursday. They said that he was dealing with a shoulder injury. I really hope he's back in the lineup at All those here. bases he's stealing. <laughs> I know.
2: <laughs> My shoulder would be hurting too if I got a chance to steal second every time I got on base.
1: <laughs> I watched him steal third day of the other night. Um, yeah, he's
2: just swiping bags left and right, man. It's
1: amazing. Let's talk Oakland bats. Um, Roker probably my favorite here. I do like Ruiz if he's back in the lineup. Langoliers at catcher, probably not a stack spot for me for Oakland, um, but I could definitely use a couple of these pieces that are cheap.
2: Yeah, for sure. And I, I think that's what you mentioned, like a guy like Ruiz, Stevie. Like you could almost just keep playing him. Uh, he's forty two hundred. I don't think that's too expensive for his upside if he gets on base at all Stevie. like there's there's potential steal threats every time so i i like the opportunity that he provides you talked about rooker i like him as well he's just very cheap so i think you can one-off some of these cheap bats and maybe go home run hunting with some of them or in ruiz's case you're going to stolen base hunting uh all in all but i'm not stacking oakland i'm, I'm right along with you
1: um all right boston bats Man, I kind of like Boston. They've been cold. Yep. Back at home here, Oakland's yep. bullpen is is atrocious. Um I mean, maybe this is the spot we jump back on the Red Sox.
2: Yeah, I think it's time, Stevie. Like we've got um pretty much all their big bats are now back under 5k. Yoshida's 4800, Duval's 4700, Verdugo's 4100, Durant's 3500. You've got uh devers at 4900 i just turner's at 4k i I think this team is very nicely priced on this slate against a pitcher that i think they, they have a chance to score some runs on so give me the boston red Sox. i like them a ton today uh this might be my favorite team to stack out of all the early games believe it or not i like texas or i love texas but boston as a whole i think with the pricing one of my favorite teams out of the early set of games to stack for sure.
1: Yeah, I do. I, I like this spot a lot.
2: Yeah, it's a good spot for them. It's a real good
1: spot. Not even trying to be a homer. I just I think this is a good spot for them. Kansas City at Cleveland, eight total. Guardians, a 190 favorite. Lynch and Savali fitch, facing off against each other. Um, any interest here in Daniel Lynch?
2: <sighs> nope. And look, I I don't have anything against Lynch. I don't want to make that the quick note uh, like some of these other guys, but I just, at 6K, does he have upside? Yes. I don't think he has enough against Cleveland, Stevie. And so for that reason, man, I I can't play him today. I think Cleveland, I know they've got some higher strikeout bats at the bottom of this lineup now, but even still, man, the top of this lineup, they just don't strike out enough. And I think he's go- he's going to need strikeouts because he's going to walk some guys. He's going to give up some runs. So that that's where I am.
1: Yeah, I mean, overall, um, who said you could play Nelson on the podcast yesterday? I said Nelson was terrible for what it's worth. I said the Mets were in play. People were giving me crap in chat last night about the Mets being ice cold and playing Maybe,
2: maybe he meant the grinders live. Oh, owners.
1: well, hey, listen, don't listen to those guys. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I'm just joking. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm just joking. Um, so, yeah, I mean, overall, looking at this lineup, there's just no strikeout upside whatsoever, um, even against left-handed pitching. There's just no strikeout upside. I don't yeah. want to play Lynch today. Mm-hmm. Um, on the other hand, like the other side of this game, though, Savali, like the Royals are bad. They're oh man. Bad man. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Brent. We we talked about Bradish. Bradish was our guy and Baltimore was our guy, you know? And the Mets, they're hitting too. All right. I get sidetracked, man. Do I get so I get so <laughs> sidetracked. <laughs> that like i love having youtube chat but i i definitely it definitely gets me more sidetracked when i'm doing these um podcasts well um, i
2: can't get as sidetracked tonight because you know i don't have my my usual setup so i'm, I'm like <laughs> on another screen you're welcome
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right um talk to me about savali here at 7700.
2: so seriously stevie this is probably the great conundrum of this whole entire slate, and here's what I mean by that. So you've got Savale, who's by my account, even probably by all accounts, hasn't been great this season at all. Um, and then you've got Kansas City, where their offense is is their offense worse than his pitching? That that's the question to me today. And this is a great connection because I want to play Savale. 7700 I I almost feel like it's still a little too expensive because of his lack of strikeout upside. But he's got to have more strikeout upside today against the Kansas City Royals. Um, I feel like the Kit Kat commercial, with le- the Twix commercial, with left and right, and I got to pick a side. And I, I feel like I'm regretting it already, but I think I'm going to side with $7,700 Savale. And I hope I don't have to eat these words later.
1: I'm gonna play him. Um his strikeout rate last year was around twenty-four percent. It's it's dipped, but it's picked up a little bit here recently. He's a huge ground ball guy. I mean, he's a guy that like oh, can get a I strikeout. Know. He could get a strikeout and you know, we'll get that like ending any double play if he gets into trouble because of his ground ball rate. Um yeah, I mean, I think I, I think that this is a spot we can take um some shots on him he, he's just too cheap he's too cheap we like some expensive bats i can see him getting 20 plus in this matchup i can see him getting negative 10 in this matchup so um i just i like the matchup but i mean the royals have just been struggling so much that oh, it's so hard not to have interest in any pitcher um I, I might even take you facing the royals right now will so
2: i mean i i can probably i don't I would give myself Stevie probably true fastball. I can probably still get in the 60. That's about it. I'm like Rich Hill right
1: now. Yeah, they would be they'd be taking you deep, buddy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's no there's not one guy there's not one guy in the majors that can't hit a sixty mile an hour fastball over <laughs> the wall. But, but it's about locations.
2: Location, location, location.
1: Will, there's not one guy in the majors that cannot take
2: a sixty i I'm gonna, I'm gonna run it away from them. They're gonna think it's coming in hot, and they're gonna swing and. It's they're high. gonna hit
1: it so hard, you're gonna be like, my ears hurt, my ears hurt, Stevie. <laughs> All right. Um no, talk I did I
2: didn't play pitcher anyway. I played second, so that, that pitching was never my thing. Yeah, I, I had a good friend of mine, Reggie Taylor. He played pitcher. He was actually really good. But
1: uh, I want, um, I want someone to gun my disc off forehand. Um, I've been zipping it lately. Yeah. Anyway, all right, Kansas City bats. What's what's jumping out to you for Kansas City? If anything,
2: <sighs> um, I, I kind of don't want to play Kansas City today. It's like the, the tale of the two cities. I, I can't do it, man. I. I'm not I'm not getting involved with the Kansas City Royals. They have been atrocious. I, I can't do it.
1: I mean, if you're building lineups and you end up on, like, Witt or Perez, I don't hate it. Um, I, I wouldn't talk you off of playing those guys. Garcia, um, hitting leadoff is really cheap, but it's not like he's been good. Um, he has upside. He has ceiling. He could steal bases. Uh, so, I mean... Him as like a cheap guy at thirty four hundred hitting leadoff, I don't hate that. But overall, I mean I'm not I'm not stacking the Royals here. Um it would be it'd be one offs of like Witt Perez or Garcia if he hits leadoff because like Garcia you can play at shortstop as well. And I mean his stolen base upside is worth having a little bit of exposure. Um Cleveland, any interest in the Cleveland bats here?
2: I don't I don't hate some of these guys from Cleveland. Like, you know, we talked about Ramirez and, you know, what he's been able to do Um, just in general. He's 5,800. Don't care. I think he's a great one-off. I don't mind Josh Naylor at 4,200. I think he's a good one-off. And, uh, you know, some of these lefties. But I don't want to stack Cleveland. I think – well, let me say this. Two- to three-man – three-man stack is my max with Cleveland today.
1: I, gosh, man, I really, 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 really hate playing Cleveland. I I can't say it enough. I hate playing Cleveland. Um, Oh, if I'm playing Cleveland bats, Rosario, Ramirez, Jimenez, maybe Josh Bell, I'm not going out of my way to play Cleveland. All right, Cincinnati at Milwaukee Abbott and Burns facing off against each other here. currently an eight total uh, the Brewers are one thirty five favorite. will talk to me, what are your thoughts on Abbott at ninety nine hundred here?
2: I don't mind Abbott. um I think you know, I know he's facing Milwaukee. Milwaukee's been a team that's definitely struck out a lot this season, Stevie, and I know it's been a little bit more the lefties and righties. um guess what? 9,900 Abbott feels expensive. Check the man's track record. He's pitching well right now. Uh, one of their hottest prospects. And uh, I think at 9,900, it's well worth it to get him against the, the Milwaukee Brewers. I mean, this could be another. I'm going to go on the safe side, Steve, and say he picks up at least six. I think he's got upside for eight to 10.
1: He is definitely somebody that I'll be looking for in the pick'em and prop street for strikeout upside here. Um, his strikeout prop. So I absolutely love this spot for Andrew Abbott. Um,
2: and he's probably coming out at seven and a half. That's gonna be my like. There's, I don't see I'm how over he
1: comes out. I, I'm over that. I'm over that. I will it. too. But I'm yeah. saying
2: I don't. I, there's no way he comes in at five and a half. Six and a half is like.
1: The safe line, I think, is seven and a half today. Yeah, I, um, man, dude, I I applaud what the Reds have done. You know, I hate on a lot of, like, coaching and GM decisions and stuff. But I think what the Reds have done, uh, calling these guys up and just letting them get their experience in the pros instead of in AAA, has been phenomenal. Love Andrew Abbott today. Like the Reds' money line in this game, if you're into that kind of thing. Corbin Burns, he's been all over the place this year. I mean, we get good starts. We get bad starts. We get everything in between. His numbers over the last 30 days are almost identical to his year numbers. He's just all over the place. There's nothing consistent about him outside of the fact that he's just not getting, uh, giving up a ton of heart contact and barrels. Um, any interest in Burns here?
2: No, I, I can't do
1: it, Stevie. And so
2: – Here's the thing cincinnati's been hitting really well and burns has been bad since spring training like there's been there have been some spots where i felt like you could use him it's like really bad teams like kansas city i think you could get away with burns this season i don't think you can get away with cincinnati stevie this team has been lighting up pitchers left and right and so you've got a guy that's struggling to get strikeouts giving up contact i i, I don't think corbin burns is a good investment today
0: Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com/slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed.
1: Large field tournaments, go for it. Um, right? Like large field tournaments, go for it. But like if you're playing a single entry or three-inch or max, I just don't think i get there. Heavens no. Yeah. He, he's just he's so all over the place. Cincinnati bats. This might be a spot I finally put Cincinnati on the shelf, facing Burns and at these prices.
2: Yeah, I, I can agree with that. I can also – let me say this to you. If, if you're investing in 150, if you're getting up to 150 lineups, I think you gotta get him in. I I think this is a good spot because Burns may actually get some ownership today at this price, Stevie. That's the thing. I think at the price, people are going to want to invest in Burns at 9k. And if this was Burns from last season, he'd probably be the highest owned pitcher on the slate. This season, I don't think he's highest the highest owned, but I think he's gonna get a lot of ownership. I'm I I I'm just gonna say like this: I'm gonna stack I would love to stack Cincinnati. Just in a couple lineups, in the event they tee off on Mister Corbin Burns.
1: All right, Milwaukee Bats. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm just gonna be well well over well well overweight on Abbott, and I don't plan on playing Milwaukee today.
2: Yeah, they can stay on the shelf. Next yeah. question.
1: Uh, I'm just I am taking a stand today when it comes to Abbott. Yeah, I love. He's probably, that probably call. my favorite pitch. He's probably my favorite pitcher on the slate. Oh yeah,
2: he- Baltimore he- hands down.
1: Baltimore at Minnesota. Eight and a half total in this game. Man, why? I, I can't get over the fact that, like, the Brewers are 135 favorite in that game. Um, anyway, Baltimore at Minnesota. I, I, think it's, I think it's the Corbin Burns effect. They're at home, too. They get the From home ball. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: I mean, just the Reds have been a better lineup. They've just been a better overall team. I Yeah, anyway. Listen, I like me, the money line for that one. Let
2: me tell you how fun the Reds are right now. Just quick story here, I'm done. So you know I'm a Braves fan. My future wife is a Braves fan. My son now says he's a Cincinnati Reds fan. He's a, he's <laughs> actually he's actually going to have to find somewhere to live real somewhere to live real soon. Uh, I'm just kidding, but that's how fun the Cincinnati Reds have been this season. That's the impact they've made. On baseball, on a new generation of baseball players. My son's not a baseball player at all. He's not really big into baseball, but he said that, and of course, right after that he said, "Yeah, so can you get me an Ellie L.A. La Cruz jersey?" Uh, okay, well, we'll see about that. But yeah, that—that's how fun this Cincinnati Reds team has been. I—I I, got to give it to him.
1: Yeah. You need your car cleaned. You know. <laughs> Hey, in the garage picked up oh man need, yeah. uh, i need the, the the future missus needs some stuff done in the closet and the you know the you know you know you yeah. hey, want that jersey you're gonna earn it boy you
2: go. <laughs> all you right
1: go. baltimore at minnesota eight and a half total any dads or moms that are listening to the podcast completely understand everything i just said that's all oh, yeah um eight and a half total twins a 150 favorite Ober and irvin facing off against each other any interest in cole irvin Okay, Stevie, hear
2: me out here. I want to because of who he's facing, but I can't. Cole Irvin, he's just not good enough. Like, if he was a little bit better, like, I'd consider it. He's just not good enough. Even in this spot, I can't. I cannot do it.
1: People on YouTube were like, what is Stevie's face? Will just scared me. I thought he was about to pitch a Cole Irvin, like, <laughs> thought on how we should play Cole Irvin. Um, it worried no, me there for a second. But yeah, 19% K's, 390 Woba, uh, 390 to righties. He has struggled with fly balls. He struggled with hard contact. Swinging strike rates under 9%. Barrel percentage is 16.7% against righties. Um, not playing Irvin today. Bailey Ober, um, I mean, he's put some good games together. He just dominated this team six days ago, five days ago. Um, Eighty-five pitches, eight strikeouts, seven innings, two hits, no earned runs. Hate pitchers back to back against teams facing teams back to back. He's eighty-three hundred. I think he's definitely worth a look in tournaments. Um, he's not my favorite play, but I like the price tag. Yeah,
2: I I get it. I'm so there you go, Bailey. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to leave him on the shelf. Like he's, like he said, he's facing the team in roughly five to six days. Um, they, they ought to have a beat on him. I, I think I'm going to sit this one out. Like that's, that's really all it is. I, I think he's fine, but I'm, I'm going to sit this one out.
1: All right. Um, bats here for Baltimore. I have been a fan of Baltimore recently. I just, I mean, I don't love this spot against Ober. I'm probably going to put Baltimore on the shelf today.
2: Yeah, I, I get that too. Um, especially they're coming off this huge game against the Yankees, and really, really two huge games, TV. Because they, they, they lit it up with the, on the slate before. I just think, um, I think Ober is good enough, um, and that, that's kind of where I'm. So both of these Ober and the Baltimore um offense i'm gonna both let them sit on the shelf today
1: minnesota bats i have not played a lot of minnesota bats this year but 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 i think this is a spot you could take some shots on minnesota like i mentioned with irvin he's really struggled with right-handed bats and right-handed power i like correa and buxton i'll build around those two guys kind of see who's in the lineup and who's not in the lineup here for them but Right-handed power bats. I think any of the righties in this lineup are in play. Um, I hope Farmers in there at twenty-three hundred at second base. He's not a huge power guy, but I mean, he gets he gives up so many barrels and stuff that I have a hard time not having any, any interest in right-handed hitters in lineup in this lineup outside of maybe outside of maybe our boy um, Solano. <laughs> I don't ever play that guy. Um, thoughts I don't here know on what's Minnesota? today though.
2: I, yeah, I, I think this is a full stack spot for many today. I, I think you'll agree, even though you don't like Solano, like this is this is a good spot for this team.
1: He already and, hit his home run for the month. I, I don't, I can't play him anymore this month. But
2: well, the other thing is, this team has also seen him again for the second time in five to six days. I, I mean, Gallo might be the ultimate one-off at thirty-two hundred today. Like I know. He he might be really good, and so I am. I am thrilled to get a crack at uh, Mister Cole Urban yet again.
1: All right, we're on the same page with that one. We move on. We got St. Louis at Chicago taking on the White Sox. Nine total in this game. Pick'em game season. Montgomery facing off against each other. Any interest here in Jordan Montgomery,
2: Stevie? I mean, this is a uh this is an interesting spot for Montgomery who, in a sense, has been pitching pretty well overall.
1: He's put it recently. together recently. Like, yeah. it's
2: been – he's been good. And so, I think at 8,100, I, I think you have to consider him on this slate. Consider, and it's really considering who he's faced, Stevie. So, he's faced a hot Cincinnati offense. He's faced the San Francisco offense that has a fair amount of power. They do have some strikeouts. He's faced Washington, which is a low strikeout team, six strikeouts. He's faced Houston recently, where Houston's been playing a lot better with some some of the everyday guys back. He's picked up six strikeouts, gone past uh, a full quality start. And then he's faced the Yankees, who have been cold. But all in all, he's still faced what I feel like is quality, really good quality competition. You haven't seen, like, Kansas City or Detroit or even Minnesota, which is a fairly high strikeout offense, or Seattle, you've seen some fairly quality teams in there. I think this is a good spot for him. I I think you have to consider him at this price against the White Sox.
1: Yeah, I like this matchup. Um, He's been pitching phenomenal here recently. We saw this towards the end of last year, and we saw some brilliance at times at the beginning of this year. But, yeah, he's starting to put it together. He looks fantastic on the Hill. Uh, His advanced stats are backing up these starts, so – yeah i mean i i think this is a great spot for him and dylan cease has been pitching a lot better outside of facing oakland last time out um yeah that
2: was i'm gonna consider that an anomaly it that's
1: happens, what i'm man. gonna do yeah yeah so yeah i mean overall i think that both of these pitchers are very playable today um it's a tougher matchup for for cease when you're looking at it just overall but Yeah, I mean, he's been pitching a lot better. He had really high Babbitt in that game last time out. So Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so 8,500. I think you could take shots on either one of these pitchers today. Um, I think both of them are very much in play.
2: Yeah, I think Cease is going to be a good investment as well. Let me say this too, Stevie. The Oakland matchup may have actually helped us because, you know, Cease's uh, K-Prop was starting to climb a little bit. And so that may kind of bring it back down to earth. Maybe we get it between five and a half, six and a half today because St. Louis – they have been kind of a, an equalizer team where the, the books will adjust bat when you're facing them if we get him at five and a half today that's I think that's going to be an incredible investment opportunity so I uh I, I love this I love this spot
1: for cease um any interest here in the Cardinals bats no I
2: don't I don't um Cardinals bats I don't think so. Not today. And they, they've they been good, but I think I'm going to take the fade.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't like the Cardinals. I don't really even like the White Sox bats in this game. Do you have any interest in the White Sox bats?
2: Yeah, no. Like I said, both of these teams face pretty good quality pitchers. I think I'm going to uh, I'm going to take the fade on both offenses, like
1: both pitchers. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, too, with this one. So I'm right there with you. Seattle at Houston is where we go next. Um, there was, yeah, so seven and a half low total in this game. Castillo and Brown facing off against each other, pick' em game. Any interest here in Luis Castillo?
2: I'm I'm close on Castillo, Stevie. like he's been okay, but Houston is in my opinion they're, they're starting to hit a lot better. I think if if I'm on the 150 train, I definitely think I get in on Castillo. If I'm in three entry max, no way.
1: So the thing is, like, I feel like anybody listens to the podcast every day. This is probably a broken record to you all at this time. And I'm sorry. And I know I say that all the time. But Houston is so right-handed heavy. And this dude has a 30.5% K rate against right-handed hitters this year. I think with the fact of how right-handed they are, you can take some shots here on Luis Castillo. I, I, I don't hate this spot. Um, Hunter Brown on the other side of this game. Seattle strikes out a ton. Um, this, is a, this is a big strikeout spot. So I think both pitchers in this game have um, a lot of upside, you know, with their respective matchups.
2: Yeah. So, Stephen, we were talking about these teams. You know, we were talking about some of these pitchers earlier – uh, we were talking about some guys that we would like. So now as this, we've started to get to this mid-tier and upper mid-tier. I think you're starting to see uh, a lot of guys that that I'm interested in. Hunter Brown. I mean, this this has got to be the spot of all spots, uh, in my opinion, for him this season. Like, we've seen him tee off against Oakland. We've seen him uh, tee off against Tampa Bay. We've seen him tee off against Minnesota. Like, the, some of those big performances recently. Stevie, this has got to be one of his best spots of the year for strikeouts. Like, maybe he gives up a run or two, and I definitely think that. But Hunter Brown, in terms of strikeouts, and he's been a strikeout guy this season, th- this is a, an incredibly high upside spot, and I don't think he's priced up enough. Like, I think in terms of dynamic pricing, he probably should have been 10K in this spot, and we're getting him for 9,200. This is... This is incredible. I love Hunter Brown today.
1: Yeah, I'm right there with you. I, I think that, I mean, both of these guys, man. I don't. Is there any bats in this game that you like? Like, I nothing jumping off the page to me on either side of this game bats wise.
2: I've been muting myself, and I'm muting myself, and I'm with you. I don't think anything is, you know, crazy, crazy today. Like both of these are quality pitchers. Once again, in terms of Castillo, I weigh him a little bit lower than Brown today, uh, which is why, you know, and I, I think I don't think I'll play him over Montgomery. I don't think I'll play him over Cease, but you know, Castillo's still there, and so both of these offenses should be limited for sure.
1: Yeah, I just, I mean, when you're looking at the two quality, like two quality pitchers that we have here, and I mean, maybe you can make an argument anytime you want um, for a guy like Jose Julio Rodriguez. um, You can always make an argument for him. But overall, I mean, I just, I can't, I can't touch bats in this game. I think these two pitchers are are very good and I, I can't do it. All right, Mets and Padres is where we go next. We have Verlander and Darvish, eight total in this game. Uh, Darvish are 130 favorite. Any interest here in Justin Verlander?
2: I don't uh, I don't think I can do it Stevie. Like Verlander's a guy that's also been started to pitch better progressively over the past couple starts. I'm going to trust that the Padres can hit the ball at home. I don't think Verlander makes the cut for me. Just
1: not that, like, dominant Justin Verlander anymore. Um, Give me either one of the pitchers in the game before this. Like, give me me Castillo or Brown over Verlander today. Um, I don't get there on Verlander today. I don't hate it, Um, but he's not a guy that I'm going to get to today. Darvish, uh tough matchup against the Mets. Darvish has been struggling. I, I think I'm gonna put Darvish on the shelf today as well.
2: Yeah, I'm with you hundred percent. Like neither one of these guys, in my opinion, are better than the other eight K options we have in Cease. Uh, the eight K option we have in Montgomery. So I th- they have to sit on the shelves. So yeah, I can't I can't do it.
1: Uh Mets bats, anything jumping off the page to year for New York? That's the
2: thing. So nothing's really jumping off the page to me for New York. Um, They've been a weird offense. On paper, it feels like they should be so much better, Steven. It's just not materializing overall. So when it comes to the Mets, this season I've just committed to if I want to play them, I stack them. I don't really want off the Mets outside of Alonzo, um, but I, I don't mind stacking them. Um, but I, in, in terms of just kind of picking and choosing, I'm not going to do that with them. Just going to, uh, you know, p- pull, a, pull a few bats together and let them ride.
1: Yeah, I mean, Lindor or Alonzo, I think, are is, is fine here. Maybe Alvarez. Um, overall, I don't have a ton of interest in the bats um, for the Mets today. Padres, I mean, Verlander has been a lot more hittable this year than he has in in the past. Oh, yeah. Soto and Tatis are so expensive, though. Um, what are your thoughts here on these guys?
2: Yeah, I, I think if you're stacking them, maybe you stack them from the ground up. Uh, and what I mean by that is like Cronenworth is 4,300. You've got Kim at 44, who's probably, I would play Cronenworth over him for sure. You got Machado at 52. You've got Xander at 5K. And I think then what I do, Steve, is I decide do I want Tatis? Do I want Solo? or Soto. i don't think i play either of them together so that's that's the way i would approach
1: it um yeah moving on pittsburgh at arizona no total in this game hill and gallon is what it sounds like it's going to end up being here uh any interest in rich hill going up against arizona Hey, I mean, we played him a little bit this year. I don't think – Not today. Big, not the spot <laughs> not you want to play him today. Against Minnesota,
2: maybe. I mean, Milwaukee. Like, we, you know, I think we considered him against Milwaukee. He was fine. Like, they have been struggling with lefties. But Arizona's been a problem. And I know the Mets kind of went in there. I know Sinkley kind of had his way. And Scherzer had his way. And, and Sean Walters is just talking about Carlos Cres- I know the Mets pitching staff has somewhat had their way with Arizona. But this team has been a problem. For pitchers this season, I, I I'm not doing it against Rich
1: Hill. Like I, I just I can't. I just think it's funny. Carlos Carrasco shutting down the Diamondbacks. Welcome to 2023 MLB. <laughs> you ain't Sean. You're not wrong. Um, uh, you're, you're not wrong, Sean. Where is the lie? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> not wrong. That's for sure. <sighs> All right, um, Zach Gallen 9600. I like Gallon in this spot. I think this is the type of pitcher you want to attack the Pirates with. I think he can go out and have six or seven really good innings against this team. So he's definitely another pitcher up towards the top of my board. Like One of the reasons that I think you can kind of just cross off Burns and Darvish and Verlander is because we just have so many good pitching options on this slate. And I mean, here's another really good one, Um, Gallen getting Pittsburgh.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, so Gallon has been a guy that started out the season what I consider to be Stevie, hot. And then he kind of fizzled out a little bit. And then now he's kind of ramped back up into what we've been seeing. Um, you know, he's had a matchup. With, and so here's the thing. Even against Cleveland, Stevie had a really nice matchup. Today he gets uh, Pittsburgh coming to town. Pittsburgh has been another team that I've slowly dialed back picking on because they're not as bad as you think, especially their strikeout numbers. I'm, I'm a little weary on Gallon today. I, I do think he's got enough ground balls and enough strikeouts to, for it to work. I don't think this is his monster upside game like I feel about Hunter Brown and some others. So I get it. I I think if I run 150, maybe I'm right with the fielder a little under. Just because I like Hunter Brown so much more and Dylan Sees so much more than him in terms of upside today.
1: Um, Pittsburgh Bats, anything jumping off the page to you here?
2: No, no, this is also a spot where I'm not going to be heavy on Pittsburgh. Too many games today, I've already got some stacks that I've talked about that I actually like, so I'm not rushing to play Pittsburgh.
1: No interest for me, Pittsburgh Bats. Um, as far as Arizona goes, oh, yes, Christian Walker, um, a guy Ooh. that just keeps doing his thing here against left handed pitching. Uh, really like him. Evan Longoria has been phenomenal this year. Um, I like this spot. And then, um, oh, why can't I think of his name? The catcher that got called back up or got back from IL, Uh, Carson Kelly. He's another guy that I don't mind. He's a lot better against left-handed pitching than he is against right-handed pitching. So um, don't mind the Arizona bats here against Rich Hill.
2: Yeah, for sure. Love, Love Arizona here. You got uh, Lordy's Guriel as well. And then, man, as long as they keep hitting my boy Perdomo at the top of the lineup, Steve, I'm just – man, I like it. I, I know the fantasy production has been down, but, I mean, this is a guy that was, was hitting the ball really well earlier this season. I think he'll come back around. Love, love the Diamondbacks today.
1: Um, Moving on. Battle LA. They call it the freeway series, I think. Um, Can- Canning and Goslin facing off no total in this game. Any interest in Griffin Canning going up against the Dodgers? No. Different slate, maybe. I mean, Grant, G- Griffin Canning has definitely been pitching a lot better. I just don't see myself getting to him on this slate. There's a lot of good pitching on the slate. I don't see myself getting to Canning. Yep.
2: Um,
1: and Daryl says in chat, don't be shocked if Rich Hill has a decent outing. I'm never shocked anymore when Rich Hill has a decent outing. Nope. He's been
2: doing this to me all season. I just keep laughing.
1: He's been doing this for the last 15 years. Um, Any interest here? (laughs) Listen, you're laughing. My FanDuel account is 2009. I'm getting close to 15 years. Um, Oh, my gosh. Any any interest in Gonzalan going up against the Angels?
2: Oh, Steve, I don't think I can. Like, I... I I just don't think he has enough upside and this is actually an okay spot for him, but just no upside, man. I I can't do it.
1: Yeah. Dury and trout being on the IL, um, Rendon Rendon being hurt up are banged up right now. Um, they did say he could potentially return to the lineup today. I don't know if it helps or hurts. It, It strikes out like, Because he strikes out a lot less, I I think it definitely hurts the upside. I mean, you're really just kind of getting around Otani at this point. Um, So I don't think I'll do it, but I I wouldn't talk you off of it because it's just not your typical Angels lineup. Um, Angels bats, I mean, I like Otani every single day. Outside of him, I got no interest.
2: Yep, I'm with you 100%.
1: Derek in chat says – Anthony Rendon doesn't look like he cares anymore. Send him back to Washington. you know how much that guy's getting paid to play baseball oh, per oh, year right now? Yeah. A lot. He yeah. signed was well, it was like a 250 or 240 or something. His contract is someone look it up. I'm I'm curious. But I know he signed a monster contract. Um, yeah. he is getting paid a lot of a lot of jelly beans. Um Dodgers bats. I mean, canning's been good. The Dodgers are a phenomenal offense, they're expensive. This might be one of the slates that you get Dodgers at lower ownership. Um, do you have any interest here in the the blue crew? Yeah,
2: so it's weird, Stevie. A lot of times when these offenses get really expensive, that's when I get more intrigued, especially on a big slate, because we know the ownership is not going to be there. Like, this isn't the best spot for the Dodgers, so I don't think people are going to be excited about hitting them up. And so I, for that reason, I think – just plugging in a Dodger stack, a couple of Dodger stacks in your 20 inch max and in your 150. I think I think it's going to do the body good because if they tee off on Griffin Candy, you better believe you're going to be bringing up the rear really nicely if the rest of your if the rest of your build is holding holding its own. So I, I like the Dodgers today. I think they're under owned, really great offense playing late at night, Stevie. So no instant gratification, right? Like some of the other teams. I, I love it. Great spot for the Dodgers. I think in terms of
1: ownership i just like the potential of the ownership here i I think the ownership is the thing that like jumps out the most to me is you're gonna get a top tier offense like the dodgers who can break any slate at um at lower ownership here so that that's what jumps off the page to me as much uh, so much here all right we finish it out rockies and giants no total in this game gomber and stripling that's where we finish our night um any interest here in gomber
2: nope
1: yeah i do like lefties against this team but um i'm not playing this guy that's for sure uh any interest here in Ross stripling nope (laughs) let's talk some bats will um Listen, I, I don't love the Rockies, but I, I don't mind like using some cheaper bats here for Colorado. Um, I mean they're dealing with a lot of people being out of the lineup right now. So CJ Crohn's thirty nine hundred, Nolan Jones is thirty nine hundred. Those would be my two favorite bats here. But I mean Gritchick has been ice cold this season, it feels like he's hitting for a lot more like average. His his numbers have been a little bit better here recently. He's 3,400. Like, we're getting some cheap bats for Colorado in a good matchup against Stripling.
2: Yeah, that's that's where I am overall. Like, I think if this matchup was in Colorado, Stevie, I think we'd be all over this. But these are two not-so-great pitchers. And so I think with the opportunities we're going to have, I, I, I like Colorado. Once again, they're cheap. You talk about Chrome being at 3,900. Chris Bright, 4,400, uh, so I I, I, just, I think this is a good spot, Stevie, that we can get a low-owned team. Yes, not a, not a super high-power offense, but they're not facing the pitcher that's going to beat them down. And so I can pair them with the Dodgers. I can pair them with the Rangers. I can, I can pair them with Boston and still get quality pitching. I, I think this presents a good opportunity for us in a spot where no one's going to be looking at the, the, the Rockies today against strip. I think it's a good spot.
1: Uh, Giants bats uh, against Gomber. Gosh, man, the more I think about it, the more. Well, I need you to just talk to me about the Giants. Don't let me think about playing Gomber anymore. Talk to me about the Giants.
2: I think the Giants are going to give us some good opportunities here. They're going to tune them. I already know so so that's something that we you know we, we have to take into consideration one of the things i do like about the giants and i know this guy's a lefty but yaz is back and so that gives them a little bit more firepower uh they've got sable who's going to be hitting they've got wade i think flores probably gets to start today and wilmer flores at 2800 facing gomber should be uh, a good spot for us jd davis is absolutely going to crack the lineup uh schmidt will probably crack the lineup as well especially in the platoon situation so I, I think overall, even though they're going to have the platoon, the platoon guys are very cheap, and Gomber has been not good at all. So I, I, I like the opportunity we're going to get. It's just we got to hope we get it early because some of these guys will get pulled.
1: Oh, yeah, pinch hit risk. Maybe it's not worth it with the pinch hit wrist. I don't know. Gomber is interesting to me. Um, I don't love the Giants' bats just because of the pinch hit wrist. We have so many other spots to go to, maybe a cheap one-off or something. But – not my favorite spot today. All right. Let's play the morning grind game, and then we will get out of here. We have under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. Who do you got?
2: Let's see, Stevie. This,
1: this was the one tricky
2: spot today because everyone was over 8K. Get, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but give me give me Aaron Savali, but I don't like it.
1: I mean, that's who I was going to pick, but give me Gomber. Over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today? Verlander. I like that one a lot. Um,
2: I am going to go. I mean, I think there's an obvious one, but it's probably not as obvious because he can still get there.
1: Yeah, I think Radon can still get yeah. there even with 75 yeah, pitches. That's the obvious
2: one. Yeah, maybe.
1: Yeah. Um, give me give me you Darvish. Like it. Over 4K to hit a home run. Who's going yard today? Who
2: man? I, this one was a tough one for me today. I'm going out to Arizona. Give me give me Marte.
1: I'm going Byron Puxton. The barrel rate that you get from Irvin is just phenomenal. Um, Under 4K to get two hits, who's a cheap bat that you like today?
2: Well, this team has a lot of cheap bats. And uh, give me J.D. Davis against Gomber.
1: I'm going to go to one of my favorite young players in baseball, and I I really like his swing. Give me Nolan Jones um, against Stripling. Stack to score six or more runs. No pressure, but I picked Baltimore yesterday. Okay, give me (laughs) –
2: there's a lot of them, man. I'm trying to go off the wall here because I feel like Texas and some of these other teams are going to be super super uh, popular. Give me Arizona. I, I like them against Rich Hill.
1: All right, yeah, I like that. Um I am going to go Texas.
2: Texas. I like it. Yep. Any final
1: thoughts before we get out of here?
2: No, man. This should be a fun slate. Mix it up. And, uh, you know, hopefully this information we've helped you with can uh, lead you guys to some big take-downs right before the weekend on a Friday. So, uh, love joining Stevie and uh, helping out all of you beautiful people.
1: Yes. MLB All-Star break upon us. We will be back yeah. next Friday. We have a, you won't see this beard for seven days. Um, we're going to be off for a little while. Will will be back with me next Friday. Um, so yes. We'll be, we'll be back from the All Star break talking it up and having some fun. So, have, hope everyone enjoys a nice little break from baseball. We got NASCAR Atlanta Sunday nights. i uh, very excited for that. So, if you're in the NASCAR streets, I'll see you there. If not, We'll be back in a week. Enjoy the All-Star break because I know I am, and I know my wife's list is a mile long, so I'm excited for that. So have a fantastic break, and we'll be back next week. Enjoy your Friday. We'll see you then.